0: coffee break where helena comes to talk i am troy shockley and this is the coffee break podcast thanks for joining our chat today coffee break brought to you by Cochrane insurance real quick i did hear back from david crenshaw over the united way Uh, we were chatting earlier this week about the veterans christmas drive. Uh, they've now been able to get some of those collection boxes out. Those are going to be out at Vans, at Safeway, Super One, and at the United Way offices, that uh, that office over on Lindale. It's actually 75 Lindale for the United Way of the Lewis and Clark area. So if you can help out with that Veterans Christmas gift drive, it's a really cool thing, and that's where those boxes are going to be. And jumping into the show this morning, we're on the phone to start it all off. We've got Kevin Tenney from the Lewis and Clark County fairgrounds. How are you, man?
1: Oh, I'm just doing great. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing all right. Um, we have an announcement to make, we're going to make folks wait just a little bit here. I just wanted to find out how, how things are going just in general out at the fairgrounds, still a little bit quiet out there.
1: Still quiet. Well, I wouldn't say quiet. We got hundreds of cars driving through every day, getting, getting COVID tests. So uh, we're, we're, we're definitely not quiet, but, uh, not a lot of events going on. We could say that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, uh, do you still have the uh, the kids out there doing the the remote school thing too?
1: Yeah, they're That's going to be there for 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 a while. Okay. Um, I don't. We don't. We don't have a definitive date where when, it, when it'll stop. Um, I. It all depends on the vaccine and the distribution and how how when we can start getting things back a little closer right. to normal.
0: Yeah, well, and with the increased restrictions, I guess now it really just puts your operation, I mean, it was on a kind of on hold before, but even more on hold, I guess, if that's possible.
1: Yeah, when we started this, we were we were kind of targeting January just maybe, but obviously that's not going to happen now, so we uh all the events that were in January and February have have pulled the plug, so Yeah. Um yeah, so we we got a way to go.
0: Kevin Tanny from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds with us this morning, and you do you mentioned the last time you were here. I mean, we we've got contracts for events coming up here in 2021. I mean, what what does that look like right now? Is it wait and see? I mean, obviously the people on the other side of those contracts know what what's going on too. So it's you know they they get the situation you're in, but how do how do you kind of navigate that?
1: Uh, we're just in contact with them we've kind of been you know we started with January uh, events in January and most of them actually contacted us and said yeah we're going to pull the plug Um, there will probably be some we'll have to pull the plug on if they don't make that call Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we, we just try to stay in contact with them all as, as, as news breaks and how, when we know how things are going. So, um, everyone's pretty, pretty understanding because most events require people and if we can't have people at them, there's no, no point in doing them.
0: Yeah, but as you mentioned, I mean, hopefully we have a vaccine here showing up very soon. It'll take some time to get that out to the the, the general public, but looks like we ought to be back to normal by uh, by about spring, which is fantastic news.
1: That's uh, that's what I'm hoping. I even heard uh, Fauci saying, you know, full stadiums later this summer, which works perfectly for us.
0: Yeah, are you able to plan a little bit more solidly then for the events scheduled? you know, basically starting about springtime.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's okay. kind of what we're, what, what our target is.
0: Well, one of those things that you are planning for, of course, is the last chance stampede. We're talking this morning with Kevin Tenney, uh, out from the Lewis and Clark County fairgrounds. He's the man that makes that thing work. And, uh, we've got a centerpiece centerpiece concert all set. So I guess, uh, you promised you were going to let listeners know. So who's going to be there this summer?
1: We are officially announcing that we have signed, uh, I'd like to say country superstar, uh, Jake Owen as our night show for 2021.
0: Okay. That's a big name lots of hits. You know, this is a big get for you guys.
1: It is. And I, and, uh, believe it or not, I kind of want to thank COVID a little bit for this because (laughs) generally Jake Owen is out of our price range. Um, a lot of artists are taking a little bit of in their, their standard quotes. Um, so we were able to squeeze him in within our budget. So it actually worked out a little bit for us. Um, cause yeah, generally we, we wouldn't be able to afford Jake Owen.
0: Yeah. I grabbed, uh, one of his songs real quick. I think I can, uh, play let's play a little bit of Jayco, and just in case people go i, I know the name i don't th- let me play for you here real quick a little piece and then uh, you can connect sound to name
1: to american kids just like them every time you play and <laughs> it blew us away
2: do you turn it up do you sing along every time you hear that song like we did then like we did when do you close your eyes does it make you laugh do the memories take you back to six packs in a chevy cheyenne way back
1: when i was jack and you were dying
0: so that's jake owen of course, that, the, uh, the, his tribute to uh, Jack and Diane, that back from, uh, I think it's 2018, a little bit older. But he's still making hits, and he's going to be at the Last Chance Stampede. This is uh, late July, right?
1: Right. July 28th will be the, the date of the concert. Um, we also have, we're going to make this a little bit a longer show. Um, we have, he's a regional act, but he's open for quite a bit of our sh- uh, shows. Earl Ware and Haywire will start the, the show off at 6.30 on on the 28th. And then we have an up-and-comer who's um, going to be touring with Jake Owen. Her name is Lainey Wilson. Um, she just released her first album. Um, so we're going to have two openers, and then Jake Owen will go a good 90 minutes. So um, we're looking at a good look good three hours of music on that night
0: yeah it's a, it's a big show and you know what it's going to be made even bigger just by folks i mean they've not been able to see live music for so long this is going to be a sellout isn't it
1: i i i sure hope so i mean i think people are going to be a little tentative at first but the reason we announced so early we thought it would be great to uh, great stocking stuffer um, for these tickets um, so we're going to go on sale on friday december 18th at 10 a.m Okay. So, um, so announcement yeah. made,
0: but you can't, you can't get your tickets quite yet.
1: Right. Yeah. We always do, uh, do it after about a week or two after announcement. We kind of, um, worked with him and we're looking, looking like December 18th is the on sale date.
0: Okay. Kevin Tenney from the Lewiston Clark County Fairgrounds with us this morning. We've got our act for the last chance stampede lined up and it's going to be a good one. And, uh, as you said, we, we got, uh, Wearing haywire we got i I have not admittedly heard laney wilson but uh i trust you well and she's touring i mean she's touring with the big show she's got to be good
1: yeah i i had not heard of her either um there wasn't a a substantial cost and like i said i wanted this kind of be a little special let's get a good three hours music in, and people can have fun for the first time in two years yeah yeah,
0: well, and people can get tickets online. They're going to go on sale on the 18th, so I I know they can go online. Can can they get them at your place also, or is it just online right now? How are we doing that?
1: I'm I'm thinking we're probably going to keep it online at first, um, just because I don't want people congregating in our offices and I, I don't have the staff to kind of man that right keep people separated so i think for for safety reasons we will probably just do online at first okay um and then once things start opening up we'll we'll allow people to come in and buy them
0: and what kevin what are ticket prices going to be
1: ticket prices are going to be sixty dollars in advance um and they'll go up day of the show. So yeah, definitely buy them early. That'll include your gate admission to the grounds um, if you buy them early as well.
0: Yeah, I I know people here in Helena typically uh, very last minute, but I think this year we're going to be so excited to get this thing. I, I think you're going to sell a lot of tickets right away.
1: That's sure what I'm what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, this is a great show. Um, you've got to be excited, not not just to get this act, but I mean, just to be able to be planning for a concert has to feel good.
1: It is. It's been a long time coming. We we uh, we're pulling our hair out there cause we're used to putting on events all the time. And with it being the way it's been, um, we're really looking forward to this one, not to mention, it'll be the 60th anniversary of the last chance stampede fair. So it's going to be a special, special event this year, not just the concert, but the whole event in itself.
0: Well, you've had a lot of time to plan for this. So you've got no excuses, Kevin. Right. <laughs> Kevin Tenney from the Lewis and Clark County Fairgrounds uh, just announcing we got Jake Owen coming. It's going to be Wednesday, July 28th. He's got opening acts. It's going to be one big night of music and uh, great news uh, that we're able to share with you this morning. Glad you were able to come on and, and chat with us about it this morning, Kevin.
1: Oh, thanks for letting me do this by phone. Got put in quarantine yesterday. So. Um... Couldn't, that's what everybody says in. when they don't want
0: to come in and visit with us.
1: <laughs> well, I've, I've been on airplanes. I've been to baseball games, and um, I got my contact at a doctor's office. So,
0: <laughs> Well, that's how it goes sometimes. But the good news is we've got a concert. So, Kevin, thanks so much for chatting with us, and I uh, look forward to chatting with you about more events coming up in the future.
1: All right. Thanks, Troy.
0: Stick around. We've got Fire Marshal Lou Anginick coming up. is Coffee Break, and I'm Troy Shockley. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning, and uh, we, we opened up with a concert announcement, and now we're going to tell you what you can and can't do, because we've got Fire Marshal Lou Antonic here, and I mean, I, I guess it's better than having, you know, Hagen in or or, or Dutton talking about putting people in jail, right? Exactly. Yeah, where uh,
2: you can we're, always learn something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're going to chat uh, about whatever Lou wants to talk about because he's got the title, so he's in charge. <laughs> um, but want to kind of talk about uh, Christmas safety and and of course Christmas tree safety. That's always one that gets people every year, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is the time of year, unfortunately, where we see a lot more calls, a lot more fires across the country, you know. And it's it's uh, important for us to get the word out to everybody and and try to make sure that there's you know some things, simple things that they can do to uh, you know keep themselves and their family safe.
0: Yeah, I mean, if people haven't seen it, it's it's easy enough to look up uh, you know Christmas tree fire or something on on YouTube and see how quickly. Um, is something that makes everybody smile when they walk into the room turns into just a
2: inferno a, inferno yeah. yeah, I mean that
0: it goes quickly, doesn't it?
2: Very I think that video is uh, that happens in about eleven seconds. Wow you know and in, in in Montana, everybody's familiar with wildland fires. So if we take you know a tree from out in the forest and we bring it into our home and don't take care of it and it's all dried out, you know the same thing is gonna happen in there and that that's you know one of the first things we tell people is. Is uh, if you go to a tree lot or some or, or get a tree, you know, make sure that it's a good green tree and get it home and cut two inches off the bottom so you can, it'll start to hopefully get some good water and make sure that you constantly have that base full of water.
0: Especially if you got cats or dogs running around, right?
2: Critical. <laughs> <laughs> they're going sure. to be working against you on that one. Yeah. yeah. So set up an automatic waterer in that case. There you go. Yeah, it, it's important to make sure that they're watered thoroughly every day.
0: And and typically, how do those fires kick off? I mean, is it uh, you know a combination of you haven't been watering your tree and you just happen to have a short in your lights or?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it can be a variety of different things. A lot of times, people have it too close to a heating unit, like a baseboard um, heat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. where it, it's getting dried out continually, or a stove. Um, sometimes it's because unfortunately people have candles or things like that as part of their decor or decoration. Um, and then Christmas tree lights, you know, is a huge one. We always talk about making sure that you have lights that are in good working order. Check all the bulbs, make sure they work, make sure the wiring isn't frayed or cut. Uh, and if it is, you know, get rid of them and get some new ones.
0: Yeah. Well, and those new ones typically led which aren't going to get as hot
2: that's right because
0: that can i mean just the heat could start a fire potentially right if you just got a a hot bulb sitting on dry pine needles
2: yeah and these things dry out really fast these trees dry out really fast you know i mean if you're seeing brown dry needles falling off the tree that's not a good sign yeah you You don't want that anyway right you gotta pick that all up Yeah, yeah yeah and then there's all the other stuff that people put you know on the tree as far as decorations and and uh, ornaments and things like that so you know we tell people that y- you can even buy fire resistant material you know and look for labels mm-hmm. and you'll find you know some good stuff it may be a little bit more but it's worth it
0: yeah we're talking this morning with fire marshal lou Nick. he's telling us how to take care of our Christmas tree? You're like you're like Santa Claus this morning. I like it. <laughs> you're, right. you're bring except you're just bringing a holiday a, a, cheer. Yeah, you're bringing a bag full of uh, facts and information, and, and and some of this is. I mean, it's it's going back to basics a little bit, but it's a good thing to get the reminder because. Every year there's issues, isn't there, with with one thing or another that if we would... It, the, the people know better, and they just weren't thinking about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and it's an unfortunate situation, and it's not something that, that uh, you want to have happen. so part of that bag of, of gifts is trying to give people some good pointers to put in place ahead of time, yeah. you know, and, and um, hopefully be able to have a good, safe holiday. You know, along... Along those lines, too, it's a good time. We always talk about smoke detectors and carbon monoxide, you know, and make sure they're in good working order. And when you plug your your lights in, plug them directly into your outlet. You know, a lot of people have a tendency to string things out with. Mm -hmm. um, I always call them the, you know, the little tiny uh, extension cords that you see for sale, you know, when you're in the stores Right in the aisleway, where you know people are picking them up for two or three dollars and stringing them together, and um, you know that's not a good idea. You want to make sure that you're directly into an outlet or you know into a, a circuit breaker type situation where you're gonna have something that's gonna shut down if something does happen right you know? so is that just
1: because
0: they can't handle essentially the, the load the load that's going to be running through it consistently
2: yeah yeah the extension cords a lot of times you know extension cords are, are meant for um temporary use you know in other words they're meant for um a construction project or something like that in your house they're not meant for continual um use you know and a lot of people have a tendency to do that uh, either they can't make the distance you know so they stretch it out a little bit or daisy chain them together um or they just simply plug a variety of different things into it and the other thing too is is you know if you get these multi-plug adapters um they get overheated and you know we see fires because it's it just gets too hot it's too much
0: does does some of this translate to outside use then too, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are stringing those together outside for one reason or another.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Same concept applies across the board, you know, making sure that, that if you're going to use an extension cord on the outside, then make sure that, um, it's in good working order, make sure that it's, it's, uh, heavy enough to be able to support the load you're putting on it, you know, and, and, um, we always tell people to turn their lights off when they're not home. And then that way you don't have to worry about it. You know, a lot of times people leave their lights on consistently. And so it's a good idea to get in the habit of when you leave the home, turning your lights off.
0: Okay. What else do we need to know, though about uh, about Christmas well, and keeping safe?
2: Uh, you know, the big thing is taking care of the tree. Um, mm. You know, we talked about smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors and making sure that they're in good working order if something does happen. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of times we just came, came out of Thanksgiving and a lot of people have turkey fryers um, and cooking, you know, cooking is huge. Uh, Making sure that you're not leaving the kitchen, cooking fires, number one fires across the country almost every year, Um, you know, leaving uh, pans of oil and things like that on the stove where they get heated up. And, and uh, so we tell people to stay in the kitchen, keep the three foot space around the oven you know, where kids and animals and things aren't there, um, and making sure that um, you know that you're uh, taking the time and you're not using the smoke detector as the the thermometer. Right,
0: know. it's done. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and you mentioned. I mean, I I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. You you, you mentioned the turkey fryer. I mean, there are garages lost across the country every year.
2: Oh, there's some phenomenal videos out there. Again, you can YouTube that. And there's a lot of fire departments that have done, you know, um, experiments to show people how, how horrible they can be. And, and also with, you know, kitchen fires with oil mm-hmm. on the, the top of the stove. So turkey fires are really common and it's just common sense stuff. You know, don't go past the fill line, making sure that the turkey's completely thawed out, making sure that it's in an area where there's no combustibles. Um, having it on a deck or having it in the house or too close to the house or overhang is middle of the road or middle of the driveway. Like keep it away. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, simple things like turning it off when you first put the turkey in there and then turn it back on and making sure that the oil cools down. And, um, yeah, unfortunately there's some phenomenal fires that have happened very destructive fires, you know, that have happened rather quickly just from the turkey fires.
0: Yeah. And I think you you, you mentioned it, but I, they've got to be all the way thought out. I mean, those, Absolutely. literally those things will blow up if it's got ice in there. That's, those that's things that. can blow up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal flash. It's a fast flash and, it you know, it's a lot of fire. And um, unfortunately, again, you know, the biggest thing is, is they're too close to or they're on a deck, or there's mm. combustibles all around, and so you just don't have a chance at that point yeah. when it hits that. You know? Well, and of if,
0: course, massive injuries oh, a, yeah. as well. I mean, not not just loss of structure, but when we're talking turkey fryer fires, yeah. I mean, you, you could be severely injured.
2: Oh, yeah. They talk about, you know, making sure that you have pants on and you cover up, you know, y- you're wearing boots, you're wearing pants, you're wearing socks, you're wearing um, shirts that are buttoned up, you know and and you have gloves on and Mm -hmm. safety glasses i mean they literally go to that extent because of that fact i mean people have been severely burned we've had a lot of uh, burn injuries here in helena unfortunately just from people cooking inside of the house with a pan of oil you know and so it can happen so fast and and the burns are severe severe
0: we're talking with fire marshal lou antonik on coffee break this morning been talking about uh holiday safety and going back to basics and that sort of thing and um i i guess it probably worth mentioning not necessarily holiday related but when we talk about going back to basics um just be careful because the road conditions are going to change out there and i know you guys are you know as, as much as the, the the day job is putting out fires but uh, it's also first responder when there's an accident yeah you're out there and there's I, there's got to be so many accidents at the front end of winter every year that people just, they weren't paying attention to the changed road conditions.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's the old adage that they've used for years, which is if you don't have to be out, don't be out, you know, stay home. And unless it's emergency travel, um, you know, I can tell you from firsthand experience when you're on the side of the road with an incident, and you have those kind of conditions it's a very difficult very scary situation i mean it's it's enough just with you know how fast the cars are going by and people not paying attention and you know trying to check out the scene and seeing what's going on and then when you throw ice and snow on top of that yeah then it makes it even worse slow down yeah well when people
0: see uh see you out there see your uh your coworkers slow down and move over. Move over. Anytime you're in, I want to get that message out because too often I see people going, just not paying attention or I guess refusing to move over. I I don't know what it is, but too many people don't get out of the way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, on the unfortunate incident in Billings with uh, Mm -hmm. the two tow truck drivers, you know, so move over, please. Yeah. I mean, the last thing that any of us wants to ever have to go through or Experience is something like that happening, and there's been a lot of close calls a yeah. lot of close calls.
0: So, how far do we need to uh, take that? I mean, let, let, let's make sure we spell it out for people. You, you see the uh, the ambulance, fire engine, police, whatever it is. Um, obviously, if they're coming up behind you, it's slow down, it's, it's move over to the right. Mm-hmm. What if they're on the other side of the road, they're going the other direction? You same know, deal?
2: people are, yeah, absolutely the same thing. When you're slowing down, be cautious. Um, watch your surroundings move over um, give them as much room as you possibly can you know they may end up in a situation where they're having to move over because of vehicles that are on the side of the road or something so if you move over you just and when you think about it you're talking about five seconds seconds you know and um, it's something that's so simple and the other thing too is that we always tell people is remember the inside of your car. There's so many different things that are going on, you know, as far as music and all the different devices and there and stuff. A lot of times people can't even hear, you know, just because they have the windows up and the music on mm-hmm. and the heat on and everything else. So just be observant. Be yeah. very observant when you're driving and drive defensively.
0: Fire Marshal Lou Antonic with us on coffee break this morning. We got about ninety seconds left with him and uh, you know, just I, I guess if we run down that uh, that bullet point list of recapping, it's take care of your trees and uh, make sure you got good lights. And uh, I, I guess the extension cords are a big deal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they are. There's um, a lot of fires that happen across the country, again, from extension cords. It's being overloaded, being used too much, damaged, frayed. Um, some very, very big fires and you look yeah. at, you know, s- some of the things that have happened and then there's some unfortunate incidents too, you know, where they trace it all the way back. as part of the investigation, the blades on, you know, the extension cord, <clears throat> excuse me, the lights plugged into a surge protector or something like that. So just make sure everything's in good work and order.
0: And watch out for the candles.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Candles I mean, are plugged. I know they look nice in the right. middle,
0: you know, but. They're, they're dangerous
2: yeah you can do just as good a job with the fake candles and the led <laughs> lights and the you know do the the warmers where they warm up the wax and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. it's just one last thing to worry about yeah. you know and there's a lot of things like people will have them too close and they'll have something you know some holiday decoration that's that's hanging too close and and uh the unfortunate happens so be careful
0: yeah and uh we've talked about it before but you know make sure you have those uh, those detectors in working condition, carbon monoxide and the smoke detector. And uh, make sure your, your your fireplace is all set up, too. We've talked about all these things, but it's never a bad thing to talk about them again. And I appreciate, uh, uh, Lou, I appreciate you coming in and chatting about
2: this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. Anytime. Please call the Helena Fire Department if anybody has questions. Four four seven eight four seven two. Be happy to help you out.
0: That's all the time we have today. That's all the time we have this week, but we'll catch you back around here again on Monday. Thanks for joining us. Have a good weekend. I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by CoffeeBreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.